At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, everyone, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Great to be with you today. Minnesota Tim is with me. Uh, Tim, how you doing? Hey, Hank, I'm doing good. It's uh, I feel really accomplished these last few days. A, lot, a lot's been going on in my life, and uh, I've been just wheeling and dealing and knocking them out of the park, literally and figuratively. Really? Yeah. What? what, what give, me the, give me an example. So... Uh, going into this week, I, I had I, I'm not very confident about my handyman skills. I'm just okay. I, I, I'm not very confident about it. I feel like I'm going to put it together and I'm going to screw up, or it's going to take me forever, and I'm going to get frustrated, and I'm just going to throw it out and just buy something new. But so when I moved from DC to Hollywood, I had to take apart my bike entirely. I had to take off the wheels. I had to uh, take off the seat. I had to take off the chain. I had to do everything and, and because I had to stuff that bike into a 2005 Pontiac Grand Am. And, you know, those <laughs> things aren't those things aren't huge. So, all right. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a visual on this. OK. OK. So I had to stuff all that stuff into my Pontiac Grand Am. And I took it out of my Grand Am uh, just a few days ago and I put it in my apartment and I put the wheels on. Yeah, I got my bike chain on i got my bike seat on and this doesn't sound like it's very hard to be honest with you <laughs> okay. i mean it's not too hard to figure out which wheel goes on the front i mean it I mean, really isn't it really okay but well, you got really, it together you're proud of yourself i got it together and i feel really proud about it <laughs> all right there you go that, like it, it was really tricky to figure out the chain of the bike yeah, but 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 I figured it out, and then I went biking around the Twin Cities area for the first okay. time. Okay, so all right, there you fun. go, there you go. Yeah, good job. I I got some house projects going on myself. 
Really? I got like, ma- oh yeah, I got major projects going on. Our, our, our house in uh, Scottsdale. Yeah, they, they get these big storms come through it. They call them, uh, I don't know, I mean, monsoons, okay? Oh. And these things come through. And we had one, well, we've had, we, it seems like we get one or two a year. And the wind blows 50, 60 miles an hour because we got these sliding glass doors. Uh, I didn't build this house. We bought it, my wife, Suzanne, and I. And uh, they've got sliding glass doors. Okay, well, let me tell you what sliding glass doors do. They let water in. That's what they do. When you got big winds, wind coming sideways, rain coming sideways, and you got water fills up the tracks on the sliding glass doors, then it gets inside uh, on the wood floor. And if you don't happen to be home... Uh, that's uh kiss of goodbye. It's over. Wood floor's gone. Damaged. A buckle up. Uh, I can't fix it. Uh, no refinishing. Uh, no replacement wood that matches. It's a mess. Okay. So the whole thing has to come up. And this is a project. Oh my God. So I got these guys coming in to do the wood floor. They got this stuff's all glued down. I mean, they they have got to cut it in little pieces. They get in there with this like jackhammer wedge thing. I mean, the whole house is dusty. It's just a, it's just a mess. So anyway, we got this going on. The whole wood floor thing, changing that out. Uh, all that we're doing, like one room at a time, too, because we, you know, we don't want it to match. So next thing you know, uh, furniture comes out of one room, furniture comes out of another room, and then I'm looking at these walls in here, and I'm thinking, geez. If there was ever a time to paint, now is the time to paint because all the rooms are empty. So I get on this paint kick, and I'm still on it right now, to be honest with you. And uh, I, so I got a lot of projects going on. We got flooring, wood flooring. Uh, they're coming to do the granite floors on Thursday. I mean, it's just a it's it's a big project. So anyway, I, I'm in, I'm right there with you on the house projects. But I've been uh, I've been studying some golf. Uh, Although I haven't played it, I got the bad back going. Jeez, you know, I had my back operated on February, in February, and I thought I'm brand new. And all of a sudden, this thing is just like flaring up again. I've been voodooing it like crazy. And I definitely get some relief, but oh my gosh, not good. Not good when you got the bad back. That's a that's a thing. When when somebody has the back. They have the back operation. Ah, you know, even when you're brand new, I don't know how brand new you are. You know, you got you got to do so much maintenance on your back. You got to do so much exercise. I've been doing my Catherine Roberts yoga moves. Oh man, it's a it's a pain. It's it's a pain in the back, is what it is. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got going on. Okay, too much, maybe too much lifting, too much stuff I'm doing, but. Uh, What's on your mind, uh, golf wise? I know you you uh, you saw that you were you, you saw the Brando Chambly uh, golfers are soft quote, huh? You had a big uh, big deal about about that. That was uh, something you, you had on your list. I know. Yeah, uh, brand. This was a while back, and I, I organize all this stuff because it's golf is a sport where you can always go back and rehash and talk about it. And we haven't had the chance to talk about this yet. Uh, on the new platform or on the old platform as well. So I, I carry all this stuff over. I carry topic ideas. And this is a topic idea that, that I really thought um, people would like to hear your thought on. So golf has this, uh, people have this idea about golf that uh, they're not as tough. And 
compared to other sports, you know, other physical, you got football, basketball, a lot of physicality in other sports and golf is just the guy and the ball. And some of that has changed with the, with the uh, weights and um, how far these guys are hitting the ball and the attack angles and how much they're hurting their backs. So Brandel weighed in on um, the toughness of yeah. golfers. Yeah. I like Brando, by the way. I like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Brando Assembly. I like, I like the fact that he will uh, say something. He's not going to give you nothing. He's going to give you something. He's going to give you an opinion. He's going to back it up with some stats. Uh, and but there's sometimes he'll just throw stuff out there, just to you know, kind of uh, you know, kind of like uh, chum in the water a little bit. You know, get a little reaction, see if he get can get the sharks going. going. Yeah, get people going. So sometimes he he, he does that. But when you're you're talking about these other sports and how tough these players are, okay, they're. You know, they're playing a physical sport. I mean, obviously, football is physical. Uh, you know, boxing, you know, is physical. You know, the UFC or whatever it is, Steve's into that thing, you know, the, the, the that fighting. I mean, that's a physical. You know, basketball, NBA, that's physical. I mean, you know, a lot, a lot of sports are physical. But I don't know if that makes a player tougher just because they're playing a physical sport. When I think of toughness and somebody being soft or whatever, I think of it more mentally. And I don't I don't think you have to play a physical sport uh to be considered, you know, tough or or uh you know, and and I and I think you can you can play a physical sport and you can be soft. You can be soft mentally. So so when I hear somebody talk about like this player's soft or whatever, uh, I mean, I, I'm immediately. I think soft mentally. That's what I think. But but uh, why don't you read the, the, a little bit of Brandel's uh, quote for us, and we'll, well, I'll react to this for you. So Brandel starts it. He goes, "I think golfers in general, and I include myself in that to some extent. Golf is unlike any other sports. In other sports, you have coaches that yell at you, and you have schools that get down on you if you drop a ball or fumble a pass or whatever." And a coach will grab your face mask and get in your face. But in golf, well, they don't do that much anymore. But I mean, you know, that that's like uh, that's changing too. I mean, they're not. Uh, you, you get a coach grabbing a face mask, and and uh, he's gonna he's gonna be all over ESPN. Uh, you know, you, you, the world's changed. But uh, anyway, I I get the point. Okay, continue on here. Yeah, so Brandon continues, he goes, but in golf, if you're good enough to have worked your way through junior golf and high school and amateur and college, you are lauded at every single turn. And when you turn professional again, nobody's ever criticized you. Nobody. And you are the general. You are <laughs> it. You can fire your caddies at will. You can tell your manager what you want. You can tell your chef what you want to eat. The whole world revolves around you. You are the least criticized athlete in the game. Nobody can do anything and nobody can make you do a thing. Even the two are subjected to the woes of superstars. So if somebody in a position like Johnny Miller were to say that they aren't a good driver of the golf ball or they can't drive it left, they feel like their withers are being pulled. Johnny Miller called me, he's referring, Randall's referring to himself here, yeah. a choking dog after I sent one into the water at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And my dad called and I said and and said he was right. I was quick. I hit it on the toe. I was awful. What does that mean? You know what does that mean? I was quick. I, I, you know, <laughs> I got to stop you right. I was quick. I'm thinking to myself, what? Brando Chambly 
and I, and I, I, I'm friends with Brandon. I like Brandon. Okay, but he talks about golf. Now he's written a couple books. Okay, one on the you know full swing, one on the short. I mean, he's, he's got great analysis of the golf swings and everything else. But the best he can come up with when you hit a shot off the toe is you were quick, quick. I'm like, what does that mean? Quick. I mean, like, like, you I mean you you sped up your swing and that makes you hit off the toe? I mean, you mean if you would have taken that swing and and uh, recorded it and played it back in slow motion, it wouldn't have hit off the toe. That that kind of analysis makes makes no sense at all. Anyway, I had to just jump in there for a second. But um, so I'll wrap up with this sentence from Brandel. So he wraps up and says, "In general, golfers are quick to get their feelings hurt." End quote from Brandel Shambly. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's 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 t- let's let's react a little bit of that. Uh, I watched the Arizona Cardinals last week. They won their first game. I'm a big Kyler Murray fan. Kyler Murray has not had anybody pulling at his face mask. Kyler Murray, like, never lost a high school football game. He, uh, what, did, what did he lose in college? Like, like one game, uh, you know, at Oklahoma. Uh, he won the Heisman Trophy. He's the number one draft pick. Uh, you know, I mean, so so I, I don't know if if you could just say like golfers are like this. May, maybe they are a little little softer. Maybe that's changed. They're playing for a lot of money. There's no doubt about that. That's something that's different. We talk about, you know, how few tournaments the players have played, how they, uh, you know, are not out there 35 weeks a year like in the good old days or, you know, playing 15, 20 tournaments in a row because they're trying to, uh, string together some wins or some top tens or something to make some money. They're playing for so much money, so they they back off their schedule. I mean that 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 definitely has has changed. Um, but and, and the the critic the criticism that players have, and and you know what Randall's trying to say here when he said this is is you know like he criticizes people. I criticize people. And it's a way of of when you say something like he's saying, it's like, hey, these guys are all, you know, you know, get their feelings hurt too much. Um, and, and he's supposed to say something. Johnny Miller was was like a, a great announcer because he would say something. I think Brandon Chambly is a great announcer. He'll say something. But there's no doubt about it. When you say something, I mean, you're going to piss people off. I mean, pe- people are, are not going to you know, like they, they don't like being criticized. And uh, you know now now does that mean they're soft? I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I think back in the day when you know players weren't soft. If there you know if there was a day way back when when they weren't soft, I can tell you what they still didn't like being criticized. So that hasn't changed at all. I mean they they, they may be softer today. Maybe it's the money they're playing for. I I don't know. I. I I don't know if I, you know, really agree with this this notion. I mean, I don't think that I mean, I don't think Brooks Kepka is, is even close to soft. I mean, that guy's not soft. Uh you know, don't tell me Tiger Woods is soft. That's for sure. Um you know, I don't think Phil Mickelson is soft. Uh you know, I mean, pick out anybody. Molinari, he he's not soft. Shoffley, he's not soft. I don't think Justin Thomas is soft. Uh, Cantley, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He doesn't look soft to me. He doesn't look like he even nothing bothers him. Um, 
you know, Dustin Johnson, I mean, you know, soft, you can't you can't do what he did at the US Open when the USJ is trying to rob you of a of a US Open trophy. Uh, you know, I don't you know, it, he's had times when he hadn't finished. I get it. They all have that, but I don't know if that makes him soft. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think that that players are are soft per se. One of the things that I see though, and honestly is 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 you know, they're just not they're not as good as they were when Tiger was dominating. Now you look at like like look at the world golf ranking list. And right now you got you got you know Kepka's at the top, and his average points is twelve point two. Now that's a you know that's a a, a pretty good number. You, you know it, whatever it means. It, you, you know you get points added, points subtracted. You do this, and you know major tournaments count more points. Big tournaments count more points. You know whatever. Uh, he's got 43 events that he, you know, and he's got points he's lost and points he's gained, and nobody knows how this thing works. But but it, it, at the end of the day, he's got 12.21. That's his average. Rory's got 9.6. Okay, you go back and you look at when Tiger was in his dominance. 2009, he had 14.6, and he was number one in the world. Uh, you know, Phil was 8.5 there. And I mean, he's in second. Uh, Tiger's got a, a, a five point or six point lead on him. I mean, that was huge. Uh, 2008, Tiger was 11.9. So right about where, where Kepka is now. 2007, Tiger was 19.6. Like these are numbers that nobody's ever going to get to again. Uh, 2006, Tiger was 20.4. I, I don't know if it's because anybody's soft. I, I just I just think that when you're used to watching, like everybody got used to, watching Tiger Woods in his absolute prime, uh, nobody comes close to that. They're just they're just not as good. Like when I, I was telling somebody the other day I, that when I used to watch Tiger Woods on the practice tee, I, I would stand out there and I'd think to myself. There, there's just no way these guys could beat him. He's just so much better than everybody else. Uh, you know, that didn't I, – I don't care if those guys are soft. I don't care if those guys are hard. I don't care if those guys are tough or whatever they are. Back in the day, he was so much better than everybody else, they weren't going to beat him. It just – and it's certainly not on any kind of consistent basis. And, I mean, he, he was winning 45% of the time, top 10 and 85% of the time. He was just so so much better. I you know, to me, I think you break down all the the players, and and you look at 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 the weaknesses they have and the strengths they have, and everybody's got something. I mean, uh, you, you know, Kepka's getting better with his ball striking, getting improvement. He didn't have a great year putting. He putted, you know, good in, in one of the majors. Had five three putts at Augusta, lost. You know, Rory putted better this year, uh, but you know, he couldn't. He couldn't. Put it together at the at the majors. It's tough. Uh, Dustin Johnson had you know, a couple seconds in the majors, but then you know disappeared in the other ones. And, you know, everybody's got something that's kind of a weakness that 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 they're, and and it shows up. And then, like we always say, you got to parlay all this stuff together and to win to win major championships. But I, I don't know if you can just like say, well, the players aren't as as tough today. They're softer. Uh, you know. And, and use the example that they, they they don't like being criticized, no, but nobody likes being criticized. You know, I mean, like people used to tell me when when I get criticized when I was coaching Tiger, was Hank's got thin skin, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, 
Like, who is born with with thick skin? I mean, there isn't any. You know, he's got two. Is he's got thin skin? I'm like, nobody has is born with thick skin. It's something that you develop after years of being criticized, and then eventually it starts rolling off of you. Uh, and you got a lot, you got a lot of young players, and, and and they're you know they don't like being criticized, no doubt about. It. Rory doesn't like being criticized. I mean, none of these guys do. They'll come back at you. You know, they're trying. They try to you know keep you at bay if you want to be critical. I mean, they you know they they box Brandle into a into a corner where you know I mean they just can't stand him. I mean that's just the fact. Uh, you know, and I and, and he does a lot of great analysis. But they, they 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 want they want people that are are just sugar coaters, and everybody that just never says anything bad about them. You you know you can you can say something that's critical about somebody, and it doesn't mean that you think they're like a bad person or something. You know when I I was critical of 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 uh, you know Jordan Spieth putting a year or so ago. Well, he's, he putted fabulously this last year. He turned it around. Well, congratulations. I mean, it's great, and I'm happy for him. And, he's a, and he is a great guy. So, I mean, there's nobody that cheers for anybody harder than I cheer for Jordan Spieth. I love that guy. But but that doesn't mean that that if if I see a guy yip a putt, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, what am I supposed to do? Just, well, I, don't, I, I like the guy a lot, so I'm not going to say anything because I might hurt his feelings. I mean, that's just that's just not realistic, and that's how the you know the 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 world is a little bit, uh, without without a doubt. But you know, I, it's the same thing. I mean, everybody everybody reacts to getting called out, and they don't like it. Uh, it's probably never going to change. Probably never going to change. I I don't know. I don't think the players are that soft. I I, I think there's some awful hard ones. I mean, Kepka's about as hard as you get. That guy. Uh, that guy doesn't flinch it much. My goodness! I mean, you look at his his record; it's uh, it's 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 pretty stellar. Now he 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 had some uh, some some more good quotes. I mean, we're, we we've we've uh, beat this uh, you know, tour you know tour tour player of the year uh, deal to death, but uh, he did come up with a with a, a really really good quote. So I want to get into that when we come back. We'll take a little break. Uh, hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back on the Hank Kenny Podcast. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Tim. So, uh, Kepka's quote. Why don't you read that uh, to me? What he's talking about? How? Uh, well, he's kind of comparing. I don't know what he was doing. Was he comparing himself to LeBron James? He was talking about how superstars are often taken for granted in in, in the sport because of how dominant they are. Uh, that's kind of where he was going. So let me just read the full quote for you here. So he. So he starts it off and says, I don't play for awards. I just play to win. Win trophies, win tournaments. It would have been great. He's referring to the player of the year. Right. But I think everybody in this room knows, I mean, LeBron has only won four MVPs, and I'm pretty sure he's been the best player for more than just four years. Well, I mean, every I think everybody, he's probably referring to, when he says everybody in the room knows, he's referring to the press room. And he's talking to the, the, the press somewhere, I assume. Uh, and uh, that was probably a quote from from the uh, Vegas, which, by the way, missed the cut. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it, it's amazing. And it continues to amaze, really, everybody in golf that follows golf, how Kepka can play so well at major championships and you know, then kind of you know, show up once in a while at regular regular tour events. Well, the golf courses are different. You know, some players are better, and I think I think Jack Nicklaus fall, fall, falls into this category, or fell into this category too. Uh, you know, some players are better at shooting ten under than they are at shooting twenty three under. Uh, Kepka likes it hard. He likes it tough. He likes it as hard as you can get it. He wants a, a a tough test. He wants guys, you know, bitching about the golf course. He wants guys. He wants guys at their most nervous state. And I'm talking about his competition. Uh, those are all things that he feels like gives him an, an advantage. He, he knows if he just hangs in there, hangs in there, he'll be right there at the end and ha- have a chance. Nicholas was exactly the same way. One of the things that made Tiger so unique is is he could seemingly win just as easily at 25 under as he could at, at 10 under. Um, Kepka maybe maybe he's some more of a 10 under player. 
you know, it's easier for him to shoot 10 under in big, big tournaments. Those are the ones that, that, that he, he shines. But, um, you know, when he says he, he plays for, for the awards and the trophies and, and everybody in this room knows, I mean, here, here we go again. I mean, we're, we're, we're back referring to, you know, the major championships, how in the world a guy could win a major, come second twice and fourth once and not win player of the year against a guy who didn't win a major, it's just beyond me. But, you know, we 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 talked about that. I and mean, when we talked about it, Tim, with Mark O'Meara, and Mark said, I would have I would I would have voted for Rory. And I'm like, and then I asked him, I said, How many PGA tour events would you trade for one major championship? And he came up with the number six. So I, I'll give you six regular PGA tour events for one major. And then, and then when I asked him, well, then how in the world could you vote for Rory? <laughs> and, you know, it stumped him on that one. He, could, he, he couldn't, couldn't come with much of an answer there. Well, I mean, that's because it, it, it makes no logical sense. None. But Kepka knows. I mean, he, he, he know, you know, he's, he's judging by the majors. That's what he's judging by, you know, and, and a lot of people do. But now all of a sudden people are, are moving the goalposts, see? And they're, 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 they're moving the goalposts because, because it's always been – it's always been we judge on majors. I mean, Mar- Mark O'Meara won the, the player of the year in 1998. He won two tournaments. They were both major championships. David Duvall won four tournaments and didn't win. Mark won. Uh, majors are more important. It's just the, that's just the way. It's always been that way. But now all of a sudden, like, like because Kepka is like number one, and Kepka's a major championship player. He always shows up at the majors, plays good in the biggest tournaments. Those are the, the, the big tournaments. It's like in tennis, the Grand Slams. These are the events. Uh, but because he's he's that way and because he says, you know, I'm not live and die about golf and, uh, you know, I practice when I'm at home and, and I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a golf nerd. And, uh, and, and, you know, he rubs people the wrong way. He rubs some people the wrong way. There's no doubt about that because, I mean, this, this vote they had for player of the year, it had to be a popularity contest. Uh, so he rubs some people the wrong way. And because of that, now everybody's moving the goalposts. Now, all of a sudden, we're trying to logic it out that, uh, you know, it's, the major championships aren't that important. Well, they are. Uh, they've always been that important. That's, that's why Jack Nichols is considered the greatest golfer who's ever lived. Tiger Woods, has, I don't know what his percentage is now, uh, but for a long time, he was over 30% wins in his career. He's probably still close to that. Jack Nichols won twelve percent for his career. That's his wins percentage of wins tournament center twelve percent. Tigers at least double that. At least I don't know. You know, I mean, it, for a while there it was it was way up there, like thirty five percent. Now it's it's you know the last couple of years it's probably dropped down a little bit. Well, it definitely has, but but I it's still doubled Nichols. But yet, but yet, when we talk about who's the greatest player ever, Jack Nichols. That's it. It's a, he's he's the one, uh, and you know, and when Kepa says we all know, uh, well, I mean, we all know. I mean, those are the ones that that are counting the major championship as a, as the best. He had a little surgery on his knee. Everybody's having, you know, Tiger's had his fifth knee operation. Here's Kepka with a a, a, a knee. What do he had? He had something done to his knee. What was? What do you have done to him? So yeah, here's another Kepka quote at the Shriner. So he goes. I had some stem cell done on my knee. My patella tendon was partially torn, so just rehabbing that. Spent the first probably three or four weeks just rehabbing that and been back hitting balls. So Kepka is also talking about practice in this quote. Practice was a huge subject last year with him. 
Yeah, yeah. So Kepka continues. He goes, I can finally practice again, which is nice, without pain. Last year, I didn't practice <laughs> at all. I mean, I vocalized uh, that. Man. I said I hadn't practiced. I Finally, this year, I can practice again. I think people forgot, too. I also had a wrist injury. I was just coming back off that. I still don't know. I've only got so many shots left. If I can come back and be healthy, that was the most important thing. I finally feel good enough where I can actually practice and feel prepared coming into golf tournaments, not trying to find it on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll be practicing this year. End quote. Jeez. I mean, this sounds like he's he's Tiger Woods now. You know, I mean, even even uh, punctuated his uh, thought with which is nice. (laughs) I can finally practice again, which is nice. Tiger punctuates everything with which is nice. Uh, (laughs) I thought he didn't practice because he didn't want to practice. Now he he's, he doesn't practice because he can't practice because he was hurt. I mean, this is so confusing. I mean, which one is it? I mean, do you do you not like golf? Do you, I mean, do you not practice when you're at home ever? And he never said he was hurt. That's why he couldn't practice. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, oh man, who knows? Torn patella tendon. All right, partially torn. Whatever that means. Uh, you know, Tiger had that torn Achilles tendon. That thing was, you know, this Achilles tendon was never torn. I mean, I, I saw the, the uh, what I was there when that Dr. Galea came with Tiger and his torn Achilles tendon, okay? And he's got this, they do an ultrasound. And, and if I was here I'd, in person with you guys, I'd draw you a little picture. But anyway, they, they've got these little f- lines that are fibers in that skin. Well, there's a little, in one of the little fibers you know there was a little gap okay which which me- means there was just a little tiny little tear in a fiber uh and and, and you know of course Galea said you got a little little tear in a, in, a, in a fiber there a couple fibers or something like that and you know tiger extrapolates that immediately into i got a torn achilles i like like a torn achilles i mean like when you have a torn achilles you can't walk you're not like out playing golf. He had a little tiny tear in in a little little spot, like a tiny spot. The Achilles tendon was intact, but yet he he wants to tell you he had a torn Achilles tendon. So who knows? Who knows what what Kepka's got too? Because he's taking a page out of Tiger's book with all this stuff. Um, you know, I mean, but now he can practice, I guess. I guess that was it. He couldn't practice because he, he he was hurt. Now he can practice again. I thought he doesn't practice. Man, I'm confused, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is He says he's got five or six years left in his prime. How old is Kepka anyway? How he's 29. What? Okay, well, I mean, yeah, he, you know, I mean, that's one of the things people have talked about, though. You know, they've talked about maybe these guys' careers don't last as long now because it's a more violent game. It's more uh, go for it. Uh, They're trying to hit it forever, and they do hit it forever. Uh, More torque, more speed, and and maybe they just don't don't last. Uh, And, and, you know, a lot of injuries. Uh, You know, he's got the knee, um, you know, had the wrist. You know, you hurt that wrist, you're done. I mean, you can't, you can't, like, you know, I mean – I mean that's like for sure ball game over. Uh, you know, knee maybe work around it, but your hands are holding on the golf club. You got a wrist problem. You got you're 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 definitely done. 
Um, but he so he's had some he's he's had a, a couple things. He says he's, he thinks he's got five or six more years in his prime. Um, you know, he's one of those guys you look at and you think, I mean, he you could see him just like packing it in. You know, no no doubt about it. Uh, maybe he does play five or six more years and says, "See you later." You know, just uh, does a Barry Sanders. I mean, that could that could be the uh, Kepka. I mean, you could see that. I mean, he's already in the Hall of Fame uh, just off what he's done. And he's got all the money in the world, um, plenty more than he'll ever spend. He's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, what does he? You know, what 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 does he have to to? He's not live and die golf. He said. I mean, what does he have to really uh, prove to anybody? Nobody, you know, nobody gives him credit, anyways, according to him. I mean, and which is pretty true. I mean, he de- he definitely does not get. I don't think he gets credit he deserves. Uh, maybe maybe he does pack it in in five or six years. But I thought Tiger was a guy that would you know was was done sooner rather than later too. But now here he is, you know, fighting it back uh, after you know all these back surgeries, all these knee surgeries, and he's still you know trying to. To get after it, so you never know. You know. Every people change; they change their mind. Things, you know, as years roll on, uh, somebody says, "Five, I got five or six more years." Well, that's a long way to go for six years, and you could change your mind. You could go seven, eight, nine, ten. Who knows? Probably won't be playing the Champions Tour, but uh, anyway, it's a. I, I like watching Kepka. I like listening to him too. He'll say something, but now he's got me all confused. Anyway, we'll wait till his next quote. Maybe at least he threw in the witch is nice. <laughs> Which is nice. That's Tiger's favorite thing. Which is nice. Whatever that means. Conditions are tough. Um, yeah, conditions are tough. Which is nice. Uh, all right. We'll take a little break here from our sponsors. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Minnesota Tim, what uh, what do you got on our list? Hey, let's tell people how they can get in touch with us. How about that? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Uh, you can also send in questions to HankHaneyGoff at Outlook.com. And we have a phone number. You can leave a voicemail at 833-426-5763, extension 801. And uh, we'll also do some live calls when we're recording. So if we get, and we got, we got uh, some of our old uh, great uh, guests. We got the uh, fake Mike Davis is coming up. Uh, we're going to get him on. Uh, we got the caddy John from Atlanta. We got him. We're going to get him on. Uh, we got to find Jim from PA because he, he we, he's, he's Rory won Player of the Year. We got to talk to Jim in, in PA about that. Try to we we'll try to get in touch with him. But anyway, you can call and leave a message eight three three four two six five seven six three extension eight zero one. Tim will monitors all those and he'll get back to you. And uh, if, if we uh, if you got something really good to say, we and we, we got our man from Al, Tim from Alabama too. Uh, Tim, we yes, gotta get him yep. on too. Uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get all these uh, these people lined up and we'll we'll do a, a little alumni show from uh, Hank Haney Golf Radio. How about that? Uh, okay, um, what do you what do you what do you got for me here? So uh, this show has been a lot of ta- a lot of talk about practice and how soft yeah. players are, and we just got done talking about whether Kepka practices or doesn't practice, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. And then so. Scratch, which is nice. Which is nice. Which is nice. Remember, Tiger said, "Tiger, Tiger was like, I, I, I can't practice because I, I, I'm, a, I got kids, and my back, and then, then when he gets like, then all of a sudden there's an injury, and then he's back. Now, now I can finally hit balls after my round. <laughs> it's just, it's so confusing. Which is nice. Which is nice. Yeah. So can so so confusing. Uh, <laughs> He's, and and what I love is when the the, the guys that follow golf the the golf media and they just like write down everything that these guys say as if like they've told them something. <laughs> no, seriously, they write like it's it down. The just like, it, no, it's, it's as if they've told them something. They didn't tell them anything. They told them what they wanted them to write. Well, how can how can these guys not figure that out? They've told them what they wanted them to write. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Even Kepka, though? Even Kepka when he says some controversial statements? I think well, he's, he's getting there with this deal. I mean, he, he didn't want to, he, he doesn't practice. Now, he, now, he, now it's because he couldn't practice. I mean, it's like, is that not a page out of Tiger's book? I mean, what? Everything is fine. I'm not, I'm not injured. And then, like, two days later, he has surgery. Jeez. Anyway, whatever. 
All right. Well, t- 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 <laughs> it's just like, it, it cracks me up, to be honest with you. I, that's why when I look at it, I look at what these guys say sometimes for like comedy reasons. I don't look at it for like trying to learn something. These writers that follow golf, they look at it like, oh, let me let me write something here. This is going to he's going to really give me something. We're going to we're going to go in the press room and, and we're going to hear something that's going to like it's going to be something. I'm like, it's not going to be anything. It's going to be what they want you to write. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> cracks me up tim cracks me up all right what what uh <laughs> what you were gonna tell me about uh what what, what where did you see something uh what was it uh scratch scratch on twitter so they tw- they tweet we were talking about practice and talking about how yeah. soft players are yeah and we yeah. talked to, and you brought up tiger into that uh into that uh conversation as well um and scratch tweeted out tiger's Typical day in 2009. So you were with Tiger from 04 to 2010. Yeah. So you'd be familiar with this. So it lists it down, goes from 6 a.m. in the morning to 5.30 p.m. at night. Oh, well, they, they got they got that out of my book. That's where they got that. They got that out of my oh, book. Oh, they got this from your book? Yeah, okay. they got that from my book. That's all I Should can... I read it anyway? Yeah, it was, it was a Tiger day. Yeah, yeah. Read, read it. Yeah. So, so 6 a.m., Tiger lifted weights. Yeah. He got in the gym. Yeah, he couldn't. He, 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 he did not miss that. I can tell you that much. Like, like, I mean, lifted them, you know, en- enough to, to, you know, and, and don't forget the box jumps and the, you know, all this stuff, which by the way, that's where the, the Achilles thing came from. It wasn't like the shot at Augusta or whatever. This is a box jumping. I mean, that's, that's gotta be great for your, your Achilles. Anyway, go ahead. So 6 a.m. lifted weight, 7.30 breakfast, Yeah. 9 a.m. he knocked it around a little bit, hit balls, yeah. 11 a.m. putting, yeah. 11.30 plays nine holes, yeah. 12.30 lunch. Yeah. Many days at Alworth. This was uh, it. 1 p.m. hit. What's that? Yeah, this was it. Go back to the, more balls, more playing. 1 p.m. hit balls, yeah. Yeah. 3 p.m. short game. Yeah. 4 p.m. played another nine holes. Yep. 5 p.m. hit balls, and then 5:30 he uh, putted again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I tell you what, Tim, those are the, those were the days I loved. Those were the days I loved. Uh, when when it was days like that, that was when I really liked it. I mean, I I like to grind. I like to get after. I like to try and get better. I like to improve. Those were the days that I liked. Uh, but then, you know, t- t- you know, there were times when things had changed a little bit and he, he got, I, there was just less enthusiasm, um, than there was at the start. Of course, he's the most enthused when he's trying to accomplish a big goal or when he, he was rebuilding his swing because it was like something to, to work for. Once he kind of had things in order and it was just kind of like on cruise control and just do this and and you'll win, uh, that's when it became kind of boring for him. I remember when, when uh, Butch Harmon said, you know, from, this was years ago, and he said, you know, right now, you know, where we are, everything is just maintenance from here. Yeah, Butch was right because at that point, Tiger was just dominating. And it was just like maintenance. We just got to maintain. And Tiger doesn't want anything to do with that. It just bores him to death. You know, you're either, you're either working on something, trying to improve or learning something new or whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, Butch was right. Brandel Chambly said the same thing. You know, if, if, if Tiger didn't change his swing and didn't do all this, he probably would have broke Nicholas's record. Uh, but, uh, you know, you don't know for sure. There's no way to, there's no way to say that. 
Uh, and and I, I think you when you change somebody, you try to change who they really are. Uh, I don't think I don't think that that works either. And Tiger is somebody that always enjoyed uh, trying to get better, trying to improve, trying different things. You know, and he always what else is there? There's got to be something else. That was always his deal, always his deal. But yeah, that that practice schedule was when he was like highly, highly committed. I will say this though, you know, we uh, we talked with Mark O'Meara in our first podcast we did here on iHeart. Uh, as much as Tiger practiced, I, I never saw anybody practice uh, harder than Mark O'Meara. Like at first, when I was with Tiger, I thought, man, he really works hard. But I, I kind of bought into all the hype. There's a lot of things that were hype about Tiger. One was how great his short game was. That was a lot of hype because uh, because his 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 short game, especially the less difficult shots, I, I thought was, was at times was weak. Um, you know his his putting. I mean, there was you know one year where he was like two hundredth or something or a hundred ninetieth and three putt avoidance. I mean, that's not very good. Uh, but yet everybody would talk about how great he putted. I'm like, he's three putting way too much. That was a lot of hype. Uh, and and one thing that's hyped is is Tiger and and how much he's practiced. You know, he'll talk about how he's he's like he's hit millions of balls. Okay, and I'm like, does he not realize that people have calculators? Like like he's 40 years old or whatever when he made that statement, or 38 years old when he made that statement. He's been playing golf since okay, he's been playing golf since he was two. You know, just just do the math. Millions. Okay, that's at least at least two, right? Uh, just just get out your calculator and and figure out how many balls a day that would be. It, it's it's impossible, <laughs> impossible. So there's a lot of exaggeration that goes in there. Yeah, and and one thing that was exaggerated was uh, how how much he he, he worked consistently. Uh, there were times, no doubt about it. And uh, you know, I, I I talked about that in the, in my book, The Big Miss. You know that that what I call the Tiger Day. Those were the days I enjoyed, though, when 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 he was really into it and he was really working at it and really uh, trying to get better. Tough to tough to maintain that for a long, long time, though, Tim. Tough to maintain that. I, I've got to ask you this one last question before we wrap it up. Okay. So, the greatest shot in golf history, at least in my opinion, one of the shots that I saw was the 2005 Tiger chip at on yeah. 16 at yeah. Augusta. Yeah. And you were just talking about the hype surrounding Tiger yeah. short game before you went to go work with him. So when you saw that shot before you even hit it, did you think it had a chance to go in or did you think it had a chance to get it close? And then when that shot went in, what was your reaction when you saw it drop, freeze and then drop into the hole? Yeah, it was unbelievable. But that's what ha- you you need something like that to win tournaments and to win major championships. You need some good thing to to happen. Now that was such an, a hard shot. Like I can't even fathom hitting that shot. You know, if it was me. I'd be probably chunk it or blade it or something. I mean, it's a tough fly, uh, incredibly hard shot. Those are the shots that that he is as good or better than anybody at. You know, you put him and Phil in in that category. Those those impossible shots. But you know what? People would talk about his short game and this and that, uh, and you know how great it was. Do you, do you know how many shots he held out from off the green that year? One. That was the. That was it. That was one right there. Now you think about. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know if you 
realize how many times like Phil Mickelson or Jordan Spieth holes out from off the green. That was the only shot that Tiger held out from off the green all year. Timely. That shot right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, oh yeah, incredible. One of the most famous shots ever. Uh, but it was it was so hard. And when he had had those shots that were so hard, that's when he would really uh, come through and he would do it. He would do it. Really, really good stuff. No doubt about it. That was that was a well. When that went in, I went crazy. You know, I'm like, oh man, we, you know, good time for that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that a couple of expl- expletives coming out of your mouth after you made that oh yeah oh yeah no doubt about it. yeah yeah good stuff tim really good stuff all right bud uh we'll uh we'll do more of it tomorrow Sounds on the hank Kenny podcast hopefully people will uh send us a message on twitter send us an email uh, hank Kenny golf at outlook.com Call in, leave a message, 833-426-5763, extension 801. And we'll get more uh, of our participation back going on the Hank Haney Podcast, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.